Hello, listeners. Matt here. Hey, are you Pottern family? Go on Twitter and search the hashtag Pottern family or follow at Pottern family to find a bevy of great podcasts, including this one. That's hashtag Pottern family or at Pottern family on Twitter. By the way, spoiler alert, this podcast will be talking about the most recent episode of the show that it covers. So if you're not caught up, come back when you are if you don't want to be spoiled. Don't worry, we'll be here waiting. Dedicated to Showtime series Homeland, you are listening to the Homeland Field Division Podcast. And now here's your host, Matt Murdick. Hey there, and welcome back to Homeland Field Division Podcast. My name is Matt Murdick from homelandfielddivision.wordpress.com. That's where you can find all of our contact links and social media links, like our Twitter handle is at homelandfield. Or if you wish to submit an email to the podcast, homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you wish to leave a voicemail, and we have several voicemails from a listener by the name of Greg, uh, you can call 314-669-1840 and leave a voicemail that way. And thank you very much, Greg, for leaving your voicemails. We will get to those in just a few moments. But we are up to the sixth episode of Homeland Season 6, entitled The Return. And uh, where we are right now is very, very interesting to me. Uh, you know, the last time I talked to you, uh, this show was going rather slowly. That was way back in episode two. But in the last three or four episodes, the pace has really picked up. The intensity has picked up. The intrigue factor has picked up. Lots of stuff really going on. And, and you know, I was surprised, not so much surprised uh, by the uh, Seku bombing, but uh, I was a little surprised uh, that they threw that element in there. Of course, he had to be a patsy because he was getting away. Um, and you can't have that if you're on the inside, which this guy across the street from Kerry is obviously on the inside of some organization. Is he CIA? Is he reporting to DAR? What is going on there? Is this a plot coming from outside? Who gave Kerry the... NSA recording if it went up the chain went up the chain to where you know all of this stuff is tied together and it's it's great to think about and then on the other side you have Saul who's out there basically just trying to save the world um you know from nuclear obliteration uh I like that seeing that side of Saul working that angle how quick he was to pick up that this uh, guy that they picked up in Abu Dhabi was not necessarily the person that they really needed to get in terms of that, even though uh, he told Dar that he thought he was, he was pretty much the guy, but now he doesn't seem so sure. Uh, Dar, what the heck is going on with him? He gets the, it seems like he is the one who's kind of pulling the strings on the president-elect getting sent off to that seclusion spot, which there's no way that she can be in contact with the real world yet. Oh, what's her name is watching TV upstairs and there's no way that she can have her own phone, but it just so happens that the, her chief of staff is not on the list of the phone. I mean, obviously they were detaining her so that she wouldn't respond publicly to this terrorist attack, but are they connected? Is the CIA merely 
just trying to cover all of their bases and and are not responsible for the bomb? Is it some other faction of the government? Or is the CIA directly involved? Is this finally Kerry versus the CIA, which you thought was starting to happen last year or in the last season, but it's really wasn't happening. But now it seems like head on, Dar is confronting Carrie, scaring her. And now she's found out about this guy across the street from Quinn and poor Quinn. He just was like put in the worst possible situation. And his instincts went to a place where, you know, his instincts went to. And it was great to see Astrid. That's a nice surprise. I can't wait to see what that's about. If she's just merely saving her friend and former lover, uh, or if uh, she has some other purpose for Quinn as well, that you, you just never know. Um, hopefully, you know, at least uh, they got Quinn out of there before he would have ultimately been killed um, because of what he knew about the guy across the street. But Quinn doesn't even trust Carrie right now, and Carrie went with the FBI guy and they found out about all of this stuff and the FBI guy is now dead. I thought that he was involved somehow. All of my theories, I mean, I watched these episodes like right in a row and every time I came up with a theory, it was shot down in the next episode. And I love that. I think that that's fantastic. I think it's super cool when a show can still surprise you from moment to moment. Um, and you don't see, you know, the trends don't necessarily add up. Now, how it's all tied together uh, is yet to be seen, you know, on the micro level, but I think on the macro level, you can definitely tell that everything is tied together one way or another, and I love that. I can't wait to see how that all gets strung together, but uh, this poor president-elect, man, she's she's headstrong, man. She She was acting accordingly against this whole seclusion thing. I got to tell you, though, that uh, that older woman that was to be her helper when she started taking her down the road, I honestly thought that she might just pull a gun out and shoot the president-elect. I thought that she was working for these people, you know, whoever was secluding the vice, the president-elect. And, uh, you know, so I was scared for the president-elect's life in that truck. I really was. Um, and then the, the rest of the Secret Service came up and everything, and then I didn't really know what to think either. But it just all seemed a little bit too inconvenient. And again, they're just trying to keep her from saying what she basically said outside the hotel in that, in that press conference. She was, you know, they, they were trying to keep her from saying that um, because they want policy to go the other way whoever it is that is pulling the strings on that. And again, it seems like it's Dar Adal. It also seems like Dar and the Israeli people are working together to, to thwart a lot of things or maybe even to start a war. Um, that person that they picked up in Abu Dhabi, obviously he probably didn't make it uh, very long. I, I wasn't sure whether the cigarette being the cigarette box being in the trash can meant that, uh, he, that was the same cigarette pack. The guy had been killed and he brought it back and threw it away. Or if it meant that he had been there before. Now, Saul seems to think that he had been there before. And so uh, I guess I'll go with that for now. But uh, the whole stuff, uh, the back channels uh, on the West Bank and the stuff with the sister, that was all fantastic. 
everything about this show is exciting to me again. I, I, I came in with some trepidation, especially after the first two episodes. Some emotional elements, of course, but nothing really too big on, on the on the intrigue front or the action front. And then all of a sudden in three episodes, it just kind of blows up. And I, I love that. What else? What else? Carrie. She's just going through so much, trying to protect her daughter, uh, you know, this dealing with Quinn. Everything is just really crazy for her. And yet, Carrie hasn't lost her marbles. She seems to be the only one, you know, we all ask every season, where's the point where Carrie's just going to go crazy, right? She hasn't. She hasn't gone crazy. She's very together. Um, scared, naturally. Scared for her child, naturally. But not just like overboard, like we see her go overboard every season. So is that going to happen this time? Is she more together this time? Has she got every, all of her situation, you know, has she got her bipolar disorder really under control? Is it is it going to be able for her to maintain? Uh, I love this the sign of the growth of the character in, in that. Um, and Claire Danes, of course, just knocks everything out of the park. And, and that little girl is so cute. And I, I don't want anything to happen to her. Um, this dude that's been going across the street, you know, that killed the FBI guy, he's really scary. I didn't quite understand at first why he didn't, I think he could have taken a shot at Carrie and killed her, uh, when she was running to her car, when she saw him. But at the same time, I thought, well, if you're really smart, if you're really paired military or NSA or CIA or whatever, you don't want to draw attention to the murder of the FBI guy. Uh, by shooting a gun out in the open, right? So I, I guess that's why he didn't do it. That makes perfect sense to me. Um, really have loved these episodes. I don't have any real theories now. Every time I think I come up with a theory, it gets shot down. I'm looking really forward to seeing uh, how Astrid plays a role in this. Love that. Uh, looking to s forward to seeing her in the next couple of episodes, hopefully. And I guess that's really all that I have to say. But we do have three voicemails from Greg uh, covering episodes three, four, and five. So let's listen to those and respond. Hello, my name is Greg Caulfield. I wanted to leave feedback for The Covenant, Homeland, season six, episode three, directed by Leslie Lee Gladder. Uh, I wanted this is one of the best episodes so far, I believe, in this, in this uh, uh, season. Saul arrives in Abu Dhabi to uh, interrogate Farad Nassis. he denies any involvement with North Korea, making a uh, uh, with uh, involving the Iran nuclear deal. So suspicions on the financial transaction gets nothing. Uh, because he's not violating the uh, the agreement, um, he gets and he goes to the West Bank to visit his sister. We see that side of the family. Um, she's indifferent of opinion about settlements. Then it's all. And then McCary um, is trying to get uh, you know this uh, young uh, Muslim boy off, and finds out that the FBI is entrapping him. I really, uh, I really enjoyed that part of the uh, episode as well, and it seems that Quinn is going down the down the spiral. 
Um, we'll find out what happens to him if uh, he can ever get back to where he was. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. And, of course, uh, he did get back to the primal part of himself for sure. Uh, thank you very much for those great comments, Greg. And let's listen to your next voicemail. Hello, this is Greg Caulfield again, talking about my feedback um, uh, about episode The Flash of the Light. Um, let me say that the Homeland is getting up to speed. Um, Saduk, uh, the, uh, when he um, was driving that van, I thought that a possibility of an explosion would happen. I didn't think that there would be any type of terrorist explosion in the city of New York. I actually live in New York, and um, there was an incident not too far from where I live uh, with a pressure cooker in September. But I think the show is going in a good pace, and it's going to lead up to something. I mean, it's all connected uh, with the man across the street from Carrie and Quinn. Quinn went to investigate Saul and influenced with uh, the uh, Armenian deal. Um, and Jindar, I think his name was. Oh, Javat. Uh, he was from season three. He's the Iranian. Uh, he was the person to negotiate the Iranian, um, the Iran uh, nuclear deal. So we're getting into a good part of the season. And I look forward to hearing everybody else's uh, feedback. Bye-bye. First of all, uh, if you're talking about 9-11, as far as your own personal situation, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. Um, that was, I'm sure was a horror. It was a horror for me, even just being in the middle of America. I called everybody in my uh, family that day just to make sure they were right, all right, even though no one was near New York City that day or Washington, D.C., and it was just a horrific day. Um, or, or whatever the situation is, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Uh, great thoughts about the episode, though, and I uh, appreciate that. Let's move on to your next voicemail. Hello, it's Greg Caulfield, getting my uh, feedback for Cassius Belly, uh, episode five, uh, Alice Gaza directed. This was a, uh, I was watching on the elliptical, and Quinn was just protecting, holding down the fort. It put him in a bad position, and it's been a trying time for Quinn. I was on the set at the hotel where the, the president-elect is uh, in midtown Manhattan. Uh, is actually uh, part of the scene. You're uh, dealing with the president-elect and keeping her away from danger, which I think the president-elect had nothing to do, it wasn't the attended target. Uh, then we, we see Carrie uh, and Conley um, trying to get down to the bottom of this, and I think we're going to find out soon the president-elect and also what the connection there was with uh, Dardal and so on. Thank you. And I'll look forward to your return on this podcast. Bye-bye. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Thank you so much uh, for sending in those voicemails. They helped me kind of keep up to speed and prepare for what was coming up as I watched 
these episodes all back to back to back to back to back to back. And uh, really appreciate you taking the time to leave a voicemail. And folks, if you want to leave a voicemail with your thoughts about Homeland, I promise you I'm going to be current. Um, We're going to be a little late this coming weekend for the next episode, but we will be uh, current at least within the week. Look for the podcast to come out probably about Tuesday because I'm playing in Chicago. By the way, I'll be at uh, Buddy Guys Legends in Chicago this weekend playing if any of you uh, plan on being around that area. Come by and say hi. Uh, I'll be playing with the James Armstrong Band on Saturday. So, uh, come on by. Yeah. Uh, shameless self-plug there. Anyway, folks, if you want to uh, contact the podcast with any of your feedback or your theories or whatever, I'm more than happy to put them on the podcast for you. Uh, you know, if it's an email, homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com. I know that's a lot to write but for an address, but if you do it, I'll read your email. Uh, if you want to leave a voicemail the way Greg has been doing so religiously, thank you again very much, Greg, 314-669-1840. Or if you want to tweet the podcast, you can tweet at Homeland Field on Twitter. Uh, you're going to get all of that information repeated right now, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Find all back episodes of the podcast and contact and social media information at homelandfielddivisionpodcast.wordpress.com. Submit feedback to the podcast via email at homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com or by calling the listener line 314-669-1840.